1: In this episode, you will hear a very interesting conversation with my good friend, Ram Kumar, who's a product director for Salesforce, specializing in uh, security products and solutions. You will actually hear his different dimensions of being in engineering, being in business analysis, and now in product world, and how he has traced uh, the evolution of technology also in the last three decades. From two-tier uh, architecture to the cloud-based systems to data analytics and uh, to the SaaS solutions that he, his organization supports, he also shares his wisdom of uh, doing additional certifications, skilling yourself through various uh, technologies. Listen on. Welcome to the Software People Stories, Ram Kumar. Ram Kumar is a director of product management. For Salesforce for the past uh, two and a half years. And he's been a veteran in Cisco systems. Without much further ado, welcome Ram Kumar to the Software People Stories.
0: Hi, Gayatri. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the conversation here. Thank you.
1: Excellent, Ram. I don't know if you know this. Uh, we just uh, hit the 200 uh, episode mark. So I'm so excited that, you know, we have, you're, I think, uh, after the two centuries of uh, podcasts, you are probably in the third um, third phase of our podcast. So uh, we normally ask start this uh, question, what got you started in software? And what was your earliest memory when it came to software? Was it in engineering? Was it uh, when you started dabbling in school or post-engineering? How did that happen?
0: Sure, Gayatri. So, um, so my current role is... Uh director of product management at uh, Salesforce and um, my journey is uh, about 20 plus years and uh, um, it started out in Bitspilani as part of my uh, engineering and then I um, uh, passed out from there and um, uh, got into software because I think uh, the journey started with, uh, with I think that the the time at which we passed out was the boom time for software industry and that's when uh, email started happening internet boom started happening and uh, and i think there was this huge excitement about uh, the, the potential of this uh, technology and i was excited Right from day one, and I saw that oh, we we can do this, we can do that, we can we can send emails. In fact, I went ahead and created like ten email accounts for myself. (laughs) So I was excited from on in software from day one because I felt that uh, uh, there's a lot of potential in software. There's a lot of things that can be created. So uh, by nature, I I I I like building things, uh, but I'm not very creative. But I find that software as a medium. Uh, Gives me an opportunity to build new products, create an impact on customers. And um, I started learning C, C++, uh, and um, I uh, worked in Bangalore for a couple of years, then moved to US, where I was there in a startup for a couple of years. And then I joined Cisco, where I was there for a long tenure uh, in different roles within Cisco, then moved back to India, um, did my MBA from IAM Bangalore, and um, did a uh, lot of great work in different organizations like cisco pega and and, and, uh, and now salesforce so that's my journey in a nutshell uh, Gayatri.
1: wow i love that i i agree uh, my earliest memory was on the software on the email that i id that i created and it was in fact created uh, by default by my uh, college and then mm-hmm. uh, then first one was created in the hotmail and it was it's a very interesting time is indeed
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: In fact, uh, you know, when I look at your journey across uh, domains, it has also been under in collaboration, in uh, collaboration software, in uh, security, in uh, you know, in, in ensuring that systems are really well provided for. Right? Um, I mean, is that by accident or is because uh, if you look at it today, collaboration software is uh, you know st- staple, uh, while security is. Uh, getting more and more uh, important and critical um, as we start using uh, s- um, cloud-based systems. How did that um, kind of a career arch, if you will, um, make it happen, uh, Ram?
0: Sure, Gayatri. So when I started in Cisco, I was in uh, collaboration as an engineer, and um, and we acquired a company, we started developing it. I started and released 1.0 of the product. So that gave me a lot of opportunities to uh, contribute to the product. And um, I was there till almost release 10.0. So for the next uh, seven, eight years, I saw how products get evolved. Uh, over a period of time, we captured market share in the industry, it became a billion dollar business. Um, so I uh, I learned a lot in the process and the skills that I learned were actually transferable because it's just building products and uh, I could relate to different areas. And when things moved to the cloud, right, the collaboration software moved to cloud, I had to learn cloud and uh, that's when I started looking into that. And um, I was fascinated by um, the impact the cloud can bring in, right? So with the big players now, Google, Amazon and uh, um, uh Microsoft, right? So there's a lot of excitement there. And then I learned that area and moved into cloud technologies. And I was also fascinated by uh, data analytics and machine learning. So I went ahead and learned that uh, because that was required for my project. Um, So that helped me a lot. Um, And right now I'm with security. I didn't have much of security background before I took up this role. Um, so I took up this role because I, I thought that I could learn something new. And security, as you said, is an exciting area to be. Um, it's it's uh, it's constantly changing. It's evolving. You get to learn a lot, and you need to think ahead of the attackers. Right? That's where I find it interesting that you need to always be alert, and and there's always a challenge waiting within security. So that's how the journey evolved. It, it basically happened as a result of how the technology trend happened in the market and where the need was.
1: Yeah, I can clearly see that. In fact, um, as you were speaking, right, it it's, uh, starts with the email collaboration, moving into cloud and moving into machine learning or artificial intelligence, and then um, you know really um, getting into the framework element of security. Um, Talking more about uh, software as a service, right, Uh, I know you are uh, right now a sales force which really disrupted the whole market by bringing ERP software into cloud, how does it uh, translate into people like you and me who are uh, working in software, how how does that uh, kind of from an on prem to a cloud, how does that translate on a day to day basis or is it the same that we are doing just that we have to think uh, bigger picture all the time, how different is it.
0: Yeah, so um, on-prem and cloud um, has a lot of differences, but fundamentally it's the same feature getting delivered uh, from from the cloud, from the internet, basically. So for example, Gmail is one of the first um, cloud-based SaaS services, which provides uh, uh, email service. Prior to that, we had... uh, uh, email servers, every organization had to deploy their email boxes, mail, mail servers, and all mail sits in their own environment, which need to be managed, deployed, maintained, and all of that. So with cloud, right? Uh, you don't know where it's coming from. It's just there in a data center owned by somebody else. So I think what they say is cl- uh, cloud is somebody else's, uh, your computer, but somebody else manages that. So, so SaaS is, is a big... Uh, Big transformation and Salesforce, as you rightly said, is uh, one of the pioneers in that. Um, so we, we moved the CRM to the cloud and we are right, right now the number one market player on that and um, so saas in general is is transformed right so uh, with the, with the cloud it's easy to pick it's like a mall you go to a mall you pick up all these things from one single place its cloud has become like that so you go to a, any of these cloud providers they have everything database to uh, content providers to um, email services you name it you, you have it in the cloud right so it's it's it allows organizations to focus on their business logic Letting the cloud providers do what they do best in terms of managing infrastructure and services. So, so I, I find this transformation is just getting started. There's a lot of growth happening here, and uh, it's a really exciting time. I feel fortunate to be part of this time period that we are, that we are seeing all the transformation, transformation in terms of cloud, AI, ML, mobile, uh, internet, uh, security, right? All of it is actually exciting, and the cloud is at the core of uh, all of this and we are going to see more such transformations in future
1: yeah and uh, that is really the crux of the whole thing right uh, when you when change continues to happen uh, either are you able to uh, go through go with the wave or are we uh, getting overwhelmed um, uh, tell me more about how you are uh, you uh, have adapted yourself in learning Ramkumar. see I know you mentioned about multiple technologies, and you learned along the way. And uh, not only that, I also see your trajectory from a uh, developer, a team lead, director of engineering, and now now being a uh, director for product um, product engineering, right? In um, pr- or more in the product management side. I mean, how do you keep learning, and how do you keep that in the crux of the whole thing, right? It's, it does it overwhelm you or Is it exciting and you continue to stay with it? And any tips for the listeners?
0: Sure, Gayatri. So I think fundamentally, uh, um, I like technology. I'm passionate about technology. So um, I would say you need to be interested in what you're doing. So you automatically feel good about doing it and you can continue learning that area. So I feel that uh, technology is great because of the impact that we can make. Uh, using it, and also because it constantly changes. It's not like you learn and you're done with it, right? You need to learn, you need to unlearn certain things and learn new things, right? So every two or three years, there's something new that's that's always happening. So um, that that's definitely uh, exciting to me. And uh, I I would say for people who are getting into technology, if you are really interested in it, this is the best place to be, and uh, you can learn a lot. And what you have learned in college will be useful for a few years, and then you need to again relearn. So the skill that you need to have is to continue learning. Um, so, cause in college, I learned uh, Pascal, Fortran, which is, which is not used now, right? So now, then we learned C. C became C++, Java, now Python, right? So you have machine learning. So it con- uh, continues to evolve. And uh, my journey has also evolved as a result of all of this. And I was an engineer writing code in the beginning and then, um i i was i was good at it uh, but i felt that uh, i need to uh, understand more on the business aspect of things so i did my uh, mba from IAM bangalore it was a part time mba because i did not want to uh, leave my job and and switch career without knowing what what's going to happen so i kind of took a safe bet and did from IAM bangalore which was close by in bangalore so i thought let's let's do these two in parallel let's see how that is So after doing my MBA, I felt that I need to use those skills. Uh, So I looked for uh, opportunities within Cisco and I uh, got one. I uh, transitioned into the role. So I moved from a people manager in engineering to an individual contributor. Uh, doing PM role within Cisco. I, I liked it. So I kind of continued doing it. So it's a, uh, I think uh, um, I, I would say people need to try out because you need to understand where your strengths are. And sometimes you uh, you may not even realize where your strengths are. So unless you try new things, learn new things and explore um, different kinds of roles, you may not know what is your best fit or uh, which ones you, you will enjoy more. So I enjoy my current role as a PM. I feel that I can add more value. There's a big difference between moving from engineering to PM. The good part is you still understand the technology part. So you know how it's built because you're coming from engineering. That definitely helps a lot. But from a PM standpoint, we always have to be a representative of customers. So we kind of are working in a space where it's more ambiguous. So that's what is challenging. As an engineer, requirements are given, you start developing and, and delivering it. Um, uh, uh, as a PM, you need to kind of define the product. So that's where the, um, the, the uh, excitement is as, as well as the challenge is part of it. So, and you need to partner with a lot of folks, stakeholders. Product management is a role where you, uh, you need uh, everybody in the organization to be working with you. And uh, you need to explain to them why you're doing it, w- uh, what is in your mind and partner with them and get the product out in the market and feel the impact of the product on customers. So I think for me, my biggest strength is in building together as a team. That's where you kind of be a leader and getting everybody motivated towards that vision and then seeing it in impact on the market. When your feature is getting developed by thousands of customers and users, uh, I feel great about it. And I kind of um, make sure my team also feels great about that so that's 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 my transition from a engineering role to a PM role so everyone needs to try out and see if that's the right fit for them
1: wow I have so many follow-on questions Ram I think it's a very interesting part where you said you wanted to uh, move from uh, I mean people manager to a PM role and uh, equip yourself with an MBA um basic question is uh, would anybody who is interested to try product management do they need to go through an mba or a product uh, management sort of a course before we get that i think uh, does that lay out uh, put a, put you yourself in a better foundation how does that uh, help or enable
0: i would say mba is a nice to have it's not a must have uh, to become a pm uh, what is must have is some of the skills Right, skills and the mindset and uh, the soft skills that you need are definitely must-haves. If you have those soft skills already, if you are passionate about um, customer use cases, right, talking to customers and making an impact or defining the product feature, because as an engineer, sometimes you feel that, oh, can, can the product not be designed better? right? Even when you're using a product in your uh, daily life, right? So you you kind of think, oh, can it not be better? They should be doing like this. So that's where your PM hat comes in, PM skills of improving a product. So that's, then you know that you have the skills of a PM. Um, Then with the right kind of trainings and frameworks, you can still become a PM. You don't need an MBA per se, but an MBA helps because it gives you the confidence, gives you the network uh, of people and and, uh, even for organizations, right? So they prefer MBAs. Or a PM because they feel that they they are um, that they have the right kind of trainings, but it's not a must-have in my view. Uh, so.
1: Okay. Okay. Got it. So um, in that sense, it has sort of amplified you or accelerated you towards product management. Um, but it would have taken a little longer, but you would have anyway reached there when it comes to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, MBA gives you the credibility, I would say, just like uh, any other certification, right? So it gives you credibility to the market. It gives you the confidence, gives you certain frameworks in place. It uh, definitely accelerates. It helps a lot. uh, Yeah, but it's not a must have. So you can still do a great PM without uh, having an MBA.
1: Nice. Uh, uh, When you talked about moving from a people manager to a product management world, uh, one of the first things uh, I used to be asked, not uh, in the initial part, but maybe five, six years to the career. Now question often used to be asked that how many people report to you? How many, how big is your team? I mean, it, this used to be a question uh, for me till I uh, took the individual contributor role in uh, ThoughtWorks, right? It's almost about 12, 13 years. The constant question is how many people do you report to you? That used to be like the status symbol, so to speak. I mean, um, when I moved to a role of uh, individual contributor more of uh, make, becoming a transformation agent, it means that you are always nimble, you're always, uh, you know, uh, more in a, in a space where you're influencing, but not directly uh, managing. Uh, and what I wanted to understand is, did you go through any uh, vulnerable uh, situations when you had to shift uh, in this world, Right
0: um yes so yeah i moved from a people management to a ic role and it initially it was kind of tough because initially you feel that you have um uh either 20 people under you then there's no one right So you can't delegate anything now right everything comes to you you need to get it done right so that was and and even even as a uh person right you feel that you're kind of gone one level down or whatever right so uh but i think um I always looked at it as a, a, a glass half full in terms of positive. That I'm doing a new role, and for me to learn this area, I need to dedicate my time on PM role, which which means that uh, I should learn this skill. So my focus was very clear that uh, it, it, it being in an IC role, I'll I'll learn most in this area, and I can I can grow here. I can learn new skills. So, uh, it, it's, and also the impact that I'm making. For the for the product in terms of defining the vision, the roadmap for the product that gave me the satisfaction, um, the same amount of satisfaction I got when I was part of an engineering manager building it as a team. So it was a different kind of experience, but uh, it was it was not less. I would say so. It was kind of uh, it's different, but it's uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's it's a uh, um, uh, it's something that. Uh, uh, you need to be comfortable with, uh, you need to look at the value that you're bringing to the organization, right? It is defining the product, talking to customers, right? Helping solve problems. That's what the goal of organizations are. And as long as you are in the path of uh, adding value, either as a people manager, uh, motivating team, or as a product manager, defining the product, uh, I think the the satisfaction and happiness is going to be almost equal, I would say, between both paths.
1: Excellent, Ram. I think... Um... It's just a matter of uh, different roles are needed uh, for the organization to flourish and thrive. And uh, earlier, um, there used to be a a team of sales and engineering and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, right uh, in the, uh, I mean, I'm talking about uh, traditional organizations. Now in software, I think uh, more and more, if you think about it, product management plays that pivotal role in, in really powering the innovation engine and then uh, adapting to the market conditions right i think that is really yeah. where uh, we are also moving towards
0: yeah yeah i think uh, uh, product management as a discipline has grown a lot uh, in, especially in india recently and uh, it's it's a exciting place for folks who are uh, interested in this career option and uh, yeah and, and since we, since there's a lot of technical background that we have it's easy for us to uh, uplift and uh, transition to a pm role because we understand the product now we need to understand the customer side of things so that you can do a fit of okay where the product is how do we take it to the market what are the gaps how do we uh, get the maximum value out of uh, this so that, that's where the uh, pm role comes in
1: uh switching uh, gears right um how about your own learning I, I know learning, uh, most of the time we keep talking about learning is uh, 10% from the books and the rest of it is all experiential. Uh, any uh, inspirational stories there you want to share?
0: Yeah, so uh, I've been fortunate to have a lot of great managers and I've learned a lot from them. Um, I, I don't want to name them here, uh, but I've gotten great managers. I've seen them in action how they drive meetings, how they um, protect the team when there is a failure, and then give credit to the team when there is success. Right? Those are some of the values that I uh, cherish a lot, and um, I try to um, inculcate some of those values in in the way uh, I drive teams. And um, I'm passionate about people management uh, because I feel that uh, um, that's that's gives me the satisfaction that because I can teach somebody, I can motivate them, I can help somebody uh, build a great product. So I feel uh, um, uh, great about this. And then in in terms of uh, experiences, I've seen my uh, managers who are, who have uh, protected me when when the release has not gone well, for example, right? So they would go out and say that uh, they wouldn't uh, point fingers, they they would take the blame. Whereas when there's a product launch, which is successful, they would give uh, full credit to the team. So those are some of the instances where uh, I, I've uh, been inspired by what, what they have done and um, I, even the way they kind of represent the customer, talk to the customer, how, the driving roadmap, being confident in in meeting. Some of those uh, qualities, I've, I've been lucky to have such people in my career and I still are in touch with uh, my peers uh, who are uh, uh, who have done this.
1: Awesome i think that uh, learning and unlearning is a lifelong thing if you have you, have to, you got to keep on at keep at it right and uh, i also see you have moved locations uh, you've been primarily based out of uh, india then moved to us then came back any uh, decisions uh, you had to take for this or it did it happen organically
0: um i think it happened uh... Accidentally, I would say. So the, the the period that I started, it was it was it was a dot com boom, and uh, so we, uh, uh, we we kind of moved to the US after a couple of years, and and uh, um, be part of the Silicon Valley culture for six plus years, and then after that, I felt that uh, um, need to return back to India. We moved back. For, some personal reasons and it, it was a, it was a mixed feeling initially uh, because it's it's hard to settle down and you start comparing things from in the US with India but after a while you feel that, uh, that uh, it has its pros and cons and um, so right now I feel pretty good about uh, the move that I've made uh, 14 years back uh, to India uh, because I think India has a place has grown a lot and there are always uh, opportunities right and, and in dif- in different areas so uh, you have different kinds of opportunities in US you have uh, different opportunities in India and I can be with family here more closely. I can celebrate uh, events with my family. I can meet my friends here. So I think uh, that that's those are things which I may not get to do in the U.S. So, uh, but the transition was initially for the six months. I would say was uh, uh, tough uh, comparing things. But after that, uh, it, it it's now com- completely settled down. And I'm I, in fact I I co- keep visiting U.S. at least once a year. I meet some of my friends there and uh, have uh, meetings and workshops and uh, roadmap discussions in the U.S. with customers and all that. Uh, so um, right now, it's it's kind of like a global culture, right? We're all working remote. So, um, so location doesn't really matter at, at this point. So what, what you bring to the table in terms of value to the organization, what you learn from the organization, that's more important for me at this point. So.
1: Nicely put, yeah. I think it's 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 becoming a global village, right? Um, When something uh, like uh, Ukraine happens, the whole uh, world is shook up. uh, And uh, it it, it is becoming smaller and smaller thanks to all the software and the ability to work with each other uh, moves, right? And uh, how about uh, your own team structure? Is it global team or you primarily work with the teams in uh, India or the location or how, how does that happen?
0: So uh, my team, my uh, uh, PM team, product management team is is, uh, completely based out of India, but we have a lot of engineering teams and other PM teams who are distributed globally, mostly uh, US West Coast. And uh, we're part of the central security organization. And Salesforce, as you know, is, is a big, big organization. We have more than 70,000 folks and uh, security is growing pretty fast. So uh, we are hiring. I do have a PM position open. So just in case your listeners are interested. Um, and oh, um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's it's a global organization. So the, there are uh, meetings where you'll see folks, quite diverse, different regions of the world joining in and, 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 uh, product development happens at different locations and sometimes we we, we not even realize where folks are right because it's, uh, we have uh, morning calls afternoon evening calls right so so and the folks joining from different regions so it's a, it's, it's a uh, it's a global culture and uh, being in an mnc i think i'm i'm uh, pretty comfortable with this and uh, the work culture is flexible so we kind of manage our uh, work life balance and um, the, uh, that's how it's done now, I
1: Oh, nice! Um, I hope uh, um, some listeners come and uh, apply in your company based on this conversation, Ram. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's been a great conversation, Ram. Any uh, tips that you want to share, uh, or any you know words of wisdom based on your career journey for people who are just joining or maybe a few years into the uh, into their career? What would you like to share, Ram? Uh,
0: so i would say focus on what value you are uh, adding to the company right um, how you are learning and um, i think initially uh, you would start comparing salaries comparing um, on site opportunities i would say focus on what you are learning what you are learning what what you are uh, Contributing to the organization—that's where that will automatically uh, catch up to the salary and the visibility that you will get in the organization. So if you are uh, contributing value, uh, learning a lot, that's that—that's the right place to be, right? So um, the rest of the things will follow, and you—you you will need to enjoy your job, right? So uh, more than anything, and um, make sure you um, look at career as a long-term journey it's not a short term. So you're here for 25, 30, 30 35 years. So you have a strong foundation in technology, uh, make the right connections, um, trust people, be friendly to them, be, be nice to them. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's it's a small world. So you will uh, end up working with the same person in a different organization. So I would say these are some of the things that I've, I've followed. And um, yeah, uh, good luck to folks who are um, transitioning or uh, building their career in software industry.
1: Fantastic, Ram. Thank you so much for your time today. And uh, it's been lovely to hear you go through your own learning in exactly the same way as overall software has also evolved. And uh, lovely to hear the uh, decisions that you've taken also. And uh, any last words that you want to share, Ram?
0: Thanks for having me Gayatri So it's, it's been great uh talking to you as well and your listeners so I'm, I'm i'm glad i've listened to podcasts many times including this one uh it's great to be in a podcast i feel good about it and i i uh, i hope i've given you something useful as part of this uh podcast and uh, yeah nice talking to you again Gayatri Thank
1: you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ram. Appreciate it and wish you have a have a great day and thank you, listeners. We thank Siddharth for the music and Anita for promoting the software people
0: stories. If
1: you like this episode,
0: please subscribe on your favorite podcast client
1: and spread the word in your network. If you'd like to share your story, contact
0: us at podcasts at pm-powerconsulting.com.